Welcome to episode four of season five of the Simplify Multiply Show. Today, I'll be talking with etiquette expert Jacqueline Whitmore about creativity. If you are a solopreneur and want growing your business to be easier, welcome to the Simplify and Multiply Show, hosted by award-winning creative, business development expert, and tactical coach, Terry Pappy. The Simplify and Multiply Show promises to become your practical, tactical, and motivational guide to succeeding as a solopreneur. Hey there, Solo. I'm Terry Pappy, and I created Simplify and Multiply to provide you a place where you can discover how to make your business more profitable. I'm going to do this by helping you remove the complexity from marketing and business development. So if that sounds good to you, listen in. Well, hello, Miss Jacqueline Whitmore. How are you today? Thank you so much for being on the Simplify and Multiply show. Hi, Terry. Nice to be with you today. And what I'd love to start out with is for you to tell our listener a little bit about yourself and your business, because I think what you do is really unique and very, very needed, especially in the solopreneur world. And, uh, and then we'll take it from there. Terry, I definitely have a unique business. I am an etiquette expert. And when people ask me what I do, I tell them that I teach adults how to behave. <laughs> I love it. So I, I do a little bit more than that. Actually, I do a lot more than that. But my title is a business etiquette consultant, and I work with corporations and university students all over the world, teaching them how to enhance their communication skills. So any type of interaction that revolves around meeting, greeting, dining, tweeting, that's what I focus on. I help people become the very best that they can be. Uh, in terms of how they interact with other people. So that's what an etiquette expert does. Fabulous. And how long have you been doing this work? I've been doing this since 1998. So this is my 21st year. Wow. That's awesome. That is awesome. So I want to kind of poke at that a little bit because I think it's such an interesting topic. And I want to ask you, what are some of the things that you're seeing that adults who need to behave are struggling with through their business, in and through their business. So if we're focusing on the business environment, in particular because of my audience, the solopreneur, what are some areas you feel that they're lacking in or that maybe because they're not in the corporate environment or setting that they let slide or that they're making assumptions about because of technology? If we look at the workplace we see now that there are at least four generations. There mm. are the traditionalists, the baby boomers, the Gen Xs and Ys, and now the Gen Zs are coming into the workforce. So when I'm called upon to teach an etiquette seminar to a group of individuals, a lot of times I'm just teaching them how to interact with one another and to mm -hmm. communicate in the way that their clients want to communicate. So a lot of um, my clients are millennials and in 2021, 2022, the workforce will primarily be millennials. 
And so I work with them on how to dress, how to send proper emails, how to have lunch with a baby boomer or a baby boomer's spouse or partner. And this information teaches them how to become more confident regardless of who they're dealing with. So confidence in the stand, from the standpoint of knowing how to behave, to use that again, so that they can get the communication across or what else? Um, well, that's kind of the simplified version of, mm -hmm. of what I do. But really what I do is I teach people how to be more confident in their own communication skills. So gotcha. I'll give you an example. We've all been to a party before where we've walked in and we didn't know a single soul. Mm -hmm. Most of us in that situation feel a little bit awkward. Some of us feel like we would rather be home. We, we don't think about what the process is when we go to these types of events. So what I like to do is get people thinking about the event itself, why they're there, who they want to speak to, how are they going to dress, how are they going to communicate, and more importantly, how are they going to follow up after the event is complete? So that Absolutely. can be a thank you note, it can be an email, it can be a text. So how does one follow up and get the um, get the business, if you will, um, attract the business and keep the business. Got it. And boy, I tell you what, you, you hit a hot button with me as far as the follow-up, because I can't tell you how many times I'm coaching my clients. They put all this energy into the push marketing and even the pull marketing, and they're not following up <laughs> and they're missing opportunities because so much of a sale is around timing. That's right. And most of us don't write thank you notes anymore. And most of us send text messages. And so even if you send a text message, there's a proper way to do it. And timing is everything. And I'll give you an example. I had an interesting email come in today from a woman who is representing, I, I can't say who it is right now, but it's a very famous um, country western star who's got her own podcast and she wants me to be a guest on the show well they can pretty much have any guest they want uh, because this person is very very famous so in order for me to stand out among all the other etiquette experts i figured out in my mind i need to have some sort of connection with this person so mm -hmm. I teach this to my students. I'll say, well, what kind of connection or what kind of um, um, commonality do you have with this person? In the case of this particular country western star, she and I have a, uh, a mutual friend that she doesn't know that I know this friend, but <laughs> I know that she knows this friend. And so in the email, I just happen to put P.S. You and I share a mutual friend. His name is, and I said his name. And um, so 
the reason I tell you this story is because people do business with people they believe, like, and trust. I call that the BLT factor. So if somebody believes in you and they like you and they trust you and they have a commonality with you, for example, you and I have a mutual acquaintance here in Mount Dora where I live. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so we're going to re- you're going to remember me more and I'm going to remember you more if we have something in common. So right. it doesn't it sounds like something so easy but most people don't think about this in terms of creating relationships and also when you follow up with people you can always remind them that oh I met you at such and such a place and you and I had uh, a similar experience we both went to Italy on vacation or our daughters both go to the University of Florida Mm -hmm. so these are things that are very simple to do but most people don't think about how to create those commonalities. And what I love about what you just shared, and thank you for that example, is that that is a perfect example of being creative in your business and how it can transform your business, which is what the season's all about. And the reason why I'm hearing it that way, I mean, I'm fine-tuned for that those types of things for this particular season, but most people won't take it upon themselves to do that little bit of research or think a little bit differently about adding to that relationship. And by the way, you know, we're so used to hearing no like and trust and I love BLT and that right there is something that's creative because you shifted that statement that's like marketing 101 into something that is easy to remember, BLT, who can't forget that, right? It's one of my favorite sandwiches. And then believe because that's true. That has more than just no. It's like the believe and like you believe in that person and I love that you said that. But getting back to the the follow-up and just being creative in deepening the relationship or the opportunity with a prospect by looking for patterns of similarity, uh, you know, things that you have in common, um, I think that that's, that's brilliant. I really do. And some people might look at that as like a marketing tactic or some technique, but I disagree. I think it's a very creative way and it's a smart way because it does build on the relationship. And that's what you're trying to do is build relationships. Well, relationships are everything in business. Mm -hmm. And I heard one speaker say a long time ago, life is a series of sales situations. You've probably heard that same situation or that same saying. Mm -hmm. And Every time we go out into the world, we are selling ourselves, whether we know it or not. And part of that sales process is thinking more creatively. How can I stand out? And that's what I teach my clients is how can you stand out if you are going for a job interview and you've got a great resume? Okay, that's fine. You might have a wonderful degree, that's fine, but what's going to make a person stand out is the way in which they relate to other people. So if they can be memorable, if they can make a connection, if they follow up with that thank you note and email, I suggest both ways, not just one, then um, I'll give you, since we're on the topic of creativity, I want to share a really... um, fun story with you and with our listeners. So 
uh, many years ago, before I became an etiquette expert, I was in the public relations industry. I was a PR executive with uh, the Breakers Hotel in Palm Beach. But before I got that job, I had to go through a series of interviews. Now, when you go for a really top position like this, you have to stand out. So when I met with the director of PR, I looked around on in her office and I noticed that she collected cows. And so when it came time for me to follow up with her, I went to an arts and crafts store like a Michaels or one of those stores. And I mm -hmm. bought stationery with a cow on it. And then I found this cute little blank white puzzle. And I took some colored markers and on the puzzle, I put, let me solve your puzzled mind by providing the missing piece. And I took a piece of the puzzle and I wrote my name on it. And I took this little puzzle and I wrapped it in this cow stationery. I put it in an envelope and I tied these brightly colored balloons to the edge of the envelope. And I had the thank you note hand delivered to the director of PR. And lo and behold, I got a phone call the very next day wow. and I got a second interview. And that second interview led to a third interview and the third interview got me the job. So. The reason I tell you all this is because it's not enough just to be smart. It's not yeah. enough just to be competent. You have to be, you have to be creative. Creativity mm -hmm. in business, I don't care if you're going for an engineering degree or a public relations degree or a, a position, you have to be creative. Terry will be right back with the rest of the show in just a moment. I challenge you to be more creative in your business, to innovate, to simplify. But if you're thinking, oh, I'm not creative, or I don't have time to brainstorm ideas, or even my business is just fine the way it is, well, I'm gonna challenge those assumptions because they will kill your profitability. They're all stories and excuses preventing your business from being better, from running smarter, from being more satisfying and fulfilling for you. Wouldn't it be great if your brand, products, and processes were able to do more? To resonate with your target clients more effectively? To be a more personal experience for existing clients? To become relevant again instead of stale and dated? Yeah, I thought so. So if you'd like to pump some vitality back into your business using creativity, innovation, and simplification, book a free creativity call with me by visiting pappychat.com. Give your business the battery jump it needs to provide more stability and profitability. Get your free creativity call on the calendar now by visiting pappychat.com. Let's you and I brainstorm something amazing for you and your business. And I, I love that. That's a great story. I'm going to remember that, too, because I live in Palm Beach, so I, and I know where the Breakers is, and I've been there. <laughs> in fact, I love their seafood bar where they have the little fish swimming around in the bar. Mm -hmm. um, and one of the things that I really appreciate about that is, and I fall victim to this myself, so this is a great reminder for me, too, because I teach my clients all about marketing and business strategy and everything, and it's so easy to just rely on on your marketing tactics and the, the machinery that's constantly running, the automation, the emails, the, 
you know, the advertising you're doing, all of the things that are making you visible, creating this awareness, the articles and content marketing that you're doing. And it's easy to just get stuck in that and not look for opportunities to do two things. One, have that level of creativity where you can make it fun for yourself to build that relationship. I'm sure that was so fun for you to go out and find that cow stationery and wrap that up and have it, you know, just kind of the whole planning around creating that experience for that prospective employer, right? And then the other part is really about what are we doing out of a commitment with integrity to build a relationship? And I think that those two things, when we add that right there, that's like the top 5% of any business out there is, is putting effort and energy toward those things. Everybody else is swimming in the sea of sameness of doing the same tactics, the same marketing, the same machinery, but taking it up and bringing it into that stratosphere of care, of attention, of kindness, of relationship building makes all the difference. And it all comes out of your creativity. And another way of building relationships is not only meeting with people one-on-one. I mean, everybody thinks of that when they think of creating relationships. But another great way to create relationships is through email marketing. And I have had an email newsletter for more than 15 years. And most people let those things go by the wayside because they're time-consuming and they're not that expensive. But they are time consuming, but I only send one or two a month. So I don't bombard my my clients and my customers. But in the email marketing newsletter that I send, I try to share useful information. It can be recipes. Even though I'm an etiquette expert, I like to share real life examples of how, uh, for example, Uh, the last one I sent, I shared personal stories about what's going on in my life. People love to hear about what we're doing. If I just sent out etiquette tips, etiquette tips, that would be boring. Um, Anybody can go on the internet nowadays and find out any information, but people want to know about you and what Mm. makes you stand out is your story. And Mm -hmm. it's really important for our listeners to know that each and every one of us have a story. And if we can share our story with those people who we who we want to connect with, then again, that's another way of standing out. Some people relate to humor. Some people relate to emotions. Some people relate to facts and figures. And if you can find a balance and put a little bit of each in your newsletter every single month, it's really helpful uh, because you're meeting those, you're targeting those different types of personalities. Mm -hmm. And the consistency is what is going to make you stand out. Not only the creativity, but the consistency. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree with that. And season three of this show was all about the power of a business of you and infusing more of you and what makes you fun and unique and special and crazy and and like the person that they need to have in their lives into your business. And I don't think enough of us do that. And again, I'll raise my hand and say I am the first person to admit that I even let that slide sometimes. 
And because I'm so focused on helping and teaching and guiding that I feel like I got to constantly be providing helpful information about, you know, marketing and business strategy and all those things. When in fact, some of my best responses have been where I've shared a story of, and it could be business related, of something that I've experienced that was like, you know, could have had a V8 moment, right? And you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this. And then you share it. And I think it's because it causes related, um, relatability and, and obviously deepens the relationship. So I'm glad you brought that up. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I believe in email marketing and most people don't do it anymore. And it's another way to exercise your creativity. Yeah. And I like that. And that's what I wanted to pull back out of you is like, that's why, because we do. A lot of people say, oh, I give up on my newsletter. Oh, I'm not doing a stupid newsletter. And even I sometimes will coach my clients, let's not call it a newsletter (laughs) because it's become so maligned, you know, because everybody hates that getting the, the junk in their box. But like you said, if it has value in it, if you're not doing it too frequently, uh, and if you're sharing your personal uh, side that that is interesting, so people get to know you at multiple levels, it's going to have that much greater of an impact. So I, I love that. I think that's great. And I'm I'm with you. I'm a big advocate of email marketing. Absolutely. And you don't want to sell all the time. The mm-hmm. selling will happen organically. Yeah. And if you can provide useful information information that will help other people, then they're going to naturally be attracted to you and to your content. Yeah, for sure. So as we, I just want to be sensitive to your time schedule and also just kind of ask you if there's some advice you can give our listener about how they can think a little more uh, creatively or add creativity to their business in such a way that they can get more enjoyment out of it, plus they get better results from what they're doing. What What are some of the things you could suggest? Well, I follow several people in my social media. And if if you like a certain style of, that a person offers, then follow those people and get glean ideas from those people. I'm not saying steal the ideas. I'm saying glean right. their, their ideas. And how do you take that idea and adapt it to your profession? For example, um, it's, let's say you're a financial planner. There are tons of certified financial planners in this world. So what is one way that you can stand out as a financial planner? Okay, you can send an e-newsletter, big deal. But how do you make people read that? Well, Mm. one way you might just do a brief one-minute video of you sharing um, a timely tip. For example, uh, we're in the uh, beginning of the year right now. So you have to think about what is everybody thinking about this time of year and how Mm -hmm. can you adapt your ideas and what you teach to the time of year? Okay, I'll give you an example of what I've done. So I'm an etiquette expert and about 10 years ago or so, maybe more, I found, I figured out that everybody had a cell phone, but no one had written any cell phone etiquette tips. Okay, so I could write cell phone etiquette tips, that's fine, 
but no one had come up with a cell phone etiquette month, National Cell Phone Courtesy Month. Wow, okay, that means I have a holiday. I have a holiday now. Now I can write some tips. Now I can promote it to the media. Now I can share it in my blog and newsletter and on my website. So if you start with one small idea and say, how can I take this idea and now make it grow? Wow. So now I have July is my National Cell Phone Courtesy Month. And I, 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 I sent it to a a publication called Chase's Calendar of Events, which is this big, huge publication that comes out annually. And they publish all these quirky little holidays, everything from National Hot Dog Day to (laughs) Take Your Dog to Work Day. And I I submitted this idea and now uh, they accepted it. And now I have permission to say that my idea is publicized is now an official holiday it's an official holiday (laughs) isn't that great all right so let's go back to the financial planner so what can you do in your industry what is a need that everybody needs to know and how can you take that and make it larger how can you make it grow so that's just an example of what i've done I love it. I love it. I And, you know, I'm so glad because I forgot about that, that holiday thing that you did. I was like, oh, I'm so glad you remembered to talk about that because we did. We talked about that the first time we were on the phone together. Isn't that awesome? That's great. Kind of makes me think, hmm, what could I come up with? Uh-huh. And that's where the creativity comes in. That's where the creative juices get flowing. And I love your idea about, you know, following people you like to see how they're being creative. And if they're not, Press, you know, opt out and go find somebody who is and uh, let that inspire you, not necessarily copy it. And uh, Right. And I follow a lot of people who are not even in my industry. And I glean Mm. a lot of ideas from people who are in completely different industries. But I can tell that they're doing it right because they have the followers. They have the enthusiasm. And I think to myself, oh, I can do that, too. Wow, that's awesome. Jacqueline, it's been such a treat having you here on the show today. Thank you so much for all that you gave us in such a short amount of time, but I'm, I'm so grateful that you took time to be with us today. And uh, I hope you uh, come back and visit us again soon on the show. Thank you, Terry. Well, that's it for this episode. Thank you for joining me. You know, being a solo can be incredibly rewarding when you have the right guidance, resources, and community to help drive your business vision. The great news is that's exactly what you'll get with Simplify and Multiply. You've just listened to another episode of the Simplify and Multiply show with Terry Pappy. If you want to get free marketing and business development tips, templates, trainings, and more, head over to simplifyandmultiply.com and sign up. Learn how you can grow your business the easy way. That's simplifyandmultiply.com to join our growing community of amazing, talented solopreneurs out to simplify their business, multiply their income, and make a big impact in the solopreneur economy.